Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Rich, can you tell me some interesting things about Car and Classic? Certainly. Did you know that at any given time, Car and Classic has over 35,000 cars and bikes for sale? I did not know that. And that every month they have over 4 million visitors to their site. I didn't know that either. And that Car and Classic is the new sponsor of Smith & Sniff. Now that I did know, because I was in the same meetings as you. Oh yeah. Smith & Sniff is sponsored by Car and Classic. I know. I was there. I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things. I need to talk to you about mulleted strakes. <laughs> yes. This is, this is, there is a car element to this. Uh, uh-huh. bear, bear with me. Mm-hmm. You remember the band King, don't you? Uh, yes, I think, I think uh, they love were and pride. Love we and were pride. talking about this the other week. We were, and it is a great track. Okay, um, yeah, quite energetic uh, keyboard in it. it incredible, because well, all I remember is that he was on top of the pops at some point, and I swear he sort of made a motion like he was wanking off the mic stand, <laughs> and uh, that just always sort of stayed with me. And then after you'd mentioned it, I I had to spend five minutes on YouTube trying to find the clip to prove I wasn't imagining it. And I'm not. It's there. I'll put the link in the show notes. But there's there's an appearance on top of the pops where he does a naughty gesture with the mic stand. And I'm amazed they left it in. Also, brilliantly... Mike mic stand stroker. (laughs) Yeah. But you know on top of the pops back in the day where they were miming? Because there's another performance he does where he's not even got a microphone. What? He's just... He's just, they've, they've ditched the pretense that he's actually singing. So he's just miming to the song, standing there like he might have done in the video, which gives it a weird quality. And also, because that song starts straight away, I think, it's one of those it ones does. the vocals in on sort of like uh, right from the off. And there's one of those Top of the Pops performances where he's introduced by, I think, Steve Wright. And the band are already on stage. And because they have to sort of spring into action as soon as the music starts, you can see them in the background just sort of standing there looking a bit awkward. It's not... It doesn't, you're not selling it to me, Richard. You're not no, selling it's shit. it to me. I mean, it's like you've all these things where you just go, you wouldn't do that now. You'd, you'd not have the band in shot because no. they, they look ridiculous. But, you know, back in the well, day... Well, talk, talking of looking ridiculous, uh, that, that, there's, there's a reason why I brought this up, uh, mm. listeners... It is. This is prime eighties music video. This is, and it's. I think it's filmed on a very hot day in a quarry, with a handful of aerosol cans. We've yes. all been. We've all been there, and um, and a few scrap cars. And in one of the sort of the first thirty seconds of it, there's a couple of scrap cars you can see. I think there's a um, a, 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 a wheel of a either a Citroen two CV or similar because it's got three bolts holding the wheel on. And I think he strides through the shot with his multicoloured Doc Martens on. But then he sort of jumps or gyrates on the bonnet of a vandalised Renault. Do, do you know the bit I mean? Yes. And, and I can't um, remember what Renault it is, but it's the one which has got a slightly angry face. It, I always thought they were shit, but actually they might not be shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the, it's got a face like, I'm going to say, do you remember the robot from Short Circuit when, it was, when he got angry and he tilted those visor eyes? It looks a little bit like that. I can't remember what number Renault it is. I will look it up. I should have researched this, um, but I've been too busy watching the video for the mulleted strakes. Because oh, I thought it was the, the mulleted one. Is it a Renault Six? Is it's one of those seventies? Yeah, definitely seventies. So. Um, it's got a slightly angry face. Uh, I just remember them being rubbish when I was a kid. But then again, they were 10 years old. And so a 10-year-old Renault back then was, was probably hanging. And I might be doing it a disservice. Just a bag of rust with an engine in the middle. <laughs> I, I might have to revisit said Renault. But the other thing about the pop video is, is, of course, when the rest of the band appear, 
I don't know, there's a guy on a huge boulder absolutely thumbing the bass. It's quite urge, yeah. quite urgent slap bass going on in this, which I'm mm. down with. Um, the, the mullets, the mullets are... Uh, and you forget, there's three quite key elements to a, a PKT's mullet, right? You've, mm. got, you've got the spiky f- front and top, okay, which is a given, yeah? Sort of hedgehog... Ooh, spiky front, though, is it, is it not? If you're going full 80s mulletta, do you not have a sort of almost like an overhangy, fringy bit? Oh, do you? I think you might. Well, okay. You can. I mean, if you want to go full ridiculous, but yeah, spiky top. So this is, this was spi- this is, is spiky top. So so hedgehog top, mm. and then of course at the back end you've got the main or the sort of just like um, unravelled carpet um, covering the neck, which is like a ski ramp, a sort of follicle ski ramp that goes down the back, and then yeah. it's the sides that really got me. You remember people used to really. Um, like um, hair gel, the strakes. They look like Testarossa oh. door pods. Yeah. But with hair. So uh, watching these Top of the Pops performances of King, the Paul, is it Paul King? Was he called Paul King? I think he was, the lead singer. Paul King. Paul King, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, his behaviour on that Top of the Pops episode, Wang King. But anyway, he, so he has, he's King Mullet. He's got a, he's a fine specimen of a, of a mulletman. And then, but then the guitarist is, is matching strides. And I think maybe the drummer is too. The keyboard player. He no picked the short straw. No, I don't think he's got the goods to do the mullet because he seems to be balding a bit. But he's compensated for that with a tiny, tiny ponytail. Oh, and when I, I first saw it, I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> I haven't noticed the micro pony. I love to have a look at it. Oh, Christ I'll have a look at that. It's, it's, it's a, it is a micro pony. I mean, it's a real. It's a, it's a it's a chody pony basically. It's <laughs> chody. Just it's just this little knob end on the back of his head. Bless a chody him. pony. Chody pony. Um, but yes, the, the mullets. So, are you comparing the side strakes? Is it? Are they like dive planes, or are they the other way around? They're the wrong, aren't they? They're strakes, so they are. They are strakes. So they're testarossas. I, I'm guessing what you do is you get a sizable mound of gel on on both hands, rub hands together. Mm. I'm doing the actions mm. as I'd say this, and then you push them over your ears and back through to the sort of the, the cam tail rear. But it's not a cam tail because they're quite long mullets. Those guys have got yeah. quite. It's. I don't know. Well, what, they're down they, the back, aren't they're they? right down the back. Right down they're the back. They're not just collar kisses. They're like down the back. Oh, you, I mean, you could be walking around naked in Australia for days, and your neck would be still pale white. There's, <laughs> there's absolutely no way. There's no way any sun would get through. The proper UV protectors. Uh. Um, <laughs> but then, are you also uh, the gel you're talking about is inflammable? Blue. Yeah, it's yes. that blue stuff, slightly watery, but also kind of. Um, it's not because it's not oily, is it? It's watery. It's water-based. It is water-based. And, and every you use a tennis ball-sized lump of it on each palm, and then just down the back. Well, yeah. I mean, like every bathroom in the eighties, you used to go in if you went to a friend's house or a family's house. There'd be a huge pot of it somewhere on a windowsill or on top of the medicine cabinet. It yeah. was just that, and you'd go in with a full scoopy hand. Yeah, and do a you know like do a do a one eighty scoop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to do the spiky thing but i never went with strakes uh well i didn't have a mullet uh, i didn't go no. with a mullet i always thought mullets were a bit weird but i remember one of my cousins had quite a sizable one and he did look like nick kershaw and he used to oh. do karate so it couldn't have got more 80s than that oh. doing karate looking like mick nick kershaw yeah um Anyway, was he, was he really good at Manic Minor as well? Just to- Do you know what they did have? They had a BBC microcomputer. They used to play Repton. Do you remember Repton? No. Oh, man. Because I didn't have the computer back then. So I, used to, I was one of those annoying little shit kids who would go to someone's <laughs> house with a video console and just sit on it. And they'd have to, like, prize me away from it or tell, yeah, yeah. shout at me because it was so exciting. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's the thing because we didn't have a computer for a bit and then my parents surprised us my brother and me with a computer but they went they went bbc micro b because it felt sort of more respectable because it was the bbc and also you could get like educational games for it that's right of course all kids in the 80s wanted educational games yes of course they did granny's garden so it was a bit it did feel a bit like oh couldn't you got us a spectrum but uh, it did have. I don't think I ever had this, or maybe I did have a bad copy and it didn't work. The, the the pinnacle of games for the BBC Model B was Elite. 
Yeah, my my that. my cousin was obsessed. Not that cousin, the other cousin, mm. who um, is a clever man and does top secret things for a job that he can't talk about. He. Just plays on a BBC Model B all day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's paid. He's a, he's a paid influencer to just play elite. <laughs> just, it's coming back, baby. Um, elite was is, good. You can find elite somewhere. Oh yeah, elite was good. Got to look at this good. elite game. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's not going to narrow it down. Oh no, here we go. Let's come up on. Let's come up on the Wikipedia. Elite is a space space trading video game. I don't remember it being trading. Revolutionary three D graphics. That's right. It was. Uh, it was wireframe 3D graphics with hidden line removal. Wow. It was brilliant. Go. It was just um, brilliant. Anyone under the age of 40 is going, what the I was gonna say, fart are you talking about? I'm sorry this if we sound old, listeners. Let's bring it bang up to date yep. with uh, I, something. Oh, I know. Well, there's something that's just, that just happened in the past week or so, which is pertinent because we've mentioned it on the show before, is that BMW have just decided to stop selling cars to the police in this country is it or is it the Did police you? have decided to stop buying the bmws well <laughs> a little from column a a little from column b i think this is how it's gone down the police Guys. have backed away or many police forces have backed away from buying bmws because of this well-known engine problem which uh, affects the is it, was it the n47 engine which is the the uh, straight six diesel mm-hmm. and it's specific to the police because it's when a car has been left idling for a long time, as the police have to do when they need the lights and stuff to keep running while they're attending an incident. And then they get called on another incident and they absolutely gun it, redlining it. And that combination of circumstances, which punters would probably never put a car through, hmm. causes um, fire. bad things to happen, ultimately leading to fire, possibly. Hmm. So it's been claimed. So I think... The police, some police force anyway, have gone, hmm, we're good, cheers, we'll go to Volvos. And probably, so the business is declining, which means it's not worth BMW's time to go through all the compliance stuff and making sure their cars can be fitted with all the bits that the police need. But also in these supply-restricted times because of chip problems and such, They've probably gone, shall we sell some cars at full price to members of the public or shall we sell them a massive discount with loads of modifications to the police who are just going to moan when they catch fire? No, we're all yeah. right, thanks. And they've, they've bailed out. So, yeah, they've just they've just done a sort of an all-stop, sudden stop, that's it, no more. Look, um, look, guys, this is it. We're not selling to you anymore. And they were like, oh, no, I'll, l- let me stop you there because we've just decided... We that we weren't going to buy any more BMWs. No, 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 we, we won't supply them to you. No, no, I don't think you understand. We had a meeting yesterday and we're not going to sell you BMWs. It's full, isn't it? It's, no, I'm breaking up with you. Well, you can't because I've already broken up with you. No, you didn't. Well, I did. I just said it while well, I wasn't listening. It's just, it's, there's a bit of that about it because the, um, the uh, I, now I've got to find this again. I was reading it. Uh, there we go. Car Dealer Magazine. Um, the police put out a statement. Did they? <laughs> yeah. What that said, basically, they were proceeding in a dangerous. westerly direction where they decide to stop buying BMWs. <laughs> um, well, BMW. So here's a bit. He said, she said. Well, I want my tapes back. Um, yeah, exactly. BMW said uh, to Car Dealer Magazine, with high demand for our cars continuing to outstrip supply, we'll be prioritising sales to our retail and corporate customers in the future, and moving away from some areas of our authorities and specialist business. Uh, they're all sold through BMW Park Lane, their sort of flagship showroom in London. Really? Bizarrely. So, so the specialist vehicle sales department there has just been shut down immediately. Which is, they, there's a quote here, which is a bit odd. It says, BMW's international and specialist sales division, based at its Park Lane dealership, closed this week. A team of around 20 people arrived at work to be told the department was shutting down. BMW Park Lane is consulting impacted staff. Impact. Like, maybe you should have consulted them before you told them that you shut the department. That is um, a bit weird. That's like, oh, I've changed the locks. Yeah, because I just yeah. came home to try Why? and get oh, in. Oh, because you're out of a job. So it's the N57 engine, beg your pardon. Um, I was going to correct yeah. you, Richard, but you were in a flow. <laughs> you're in a great flow. <laughs> sweet, sweet flow. N because the uh, isn't N47 the four cylinder and N57 the six? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's the it's the bigger one. That's the it's problem. the fiery one. The fiery one. If, it's if, all you need. The to way know. to tell them apart is if one of them is on fire. That's the N57. If you go and view um, one, if you say I'm, I'm calling about the ex police BMW for sale, you go yeah yeah yeah, and you get there and it's just starting to catch fire. You, you just casually keep walking around it and go yeah. So it's so had quite new tyres on the front. 
Yeah. Um, um, well, this is the thing. So, and it's in this article, but this is I've seen this a, a while ago that you'll see at those ex police auctions a whole swathe of five series, and they've all had the engines disabled. I think they punch a hole through the block. What? Yeah. Um, really? So that yeah, so that you can't you know, drive you them, fit a new one. Well, yes, yeah, <laughs> you can roll it down a hill, but best of luck. I'm going to try and find one now. This is great. Should have looked this up before, but the, yeah, they they. Um, this is prime territory for fitting M Spult competition engines into ex police cars. In fact, well, it could be a one make series engine swapped ex police cars. Um, I'm anyway, loving so, it. So yeah, the the um, the. <laughs> The BMW officially said... Um, Screw you guys, uh, I'm going home. Yeah, and taking all my stuff. Yep. Uh, the the uh, National Police Chiefs Council lead on police driving. God, even their job titles sound like they're that's being too, said by police. That's like, too well, long. The police talk in a funny way, don't they? Uh, Deputy Chief Constable Terry Woods said, a national position has already been adopted regarding the end of life of the affected BMWs. Vehicles that have been assessed as at risk and unsuitable for police use have been removed from service and their engines made unusable prior to disposal. Oh Any remaining usable BMWs with the engine type identified are subject to rigorous monitoring. What? You do not have to say anything, but anything you do say may be written <laughs> down and may be used to... What is I, that? I can't remember how the Miranda rights go now, but it's not that, is it? Anything you <clears> say... Anyway. But all, all, I, all, I'm, all I'm thinking, my cogs are whirring in my head now, thinking how cheap are they going to be? Basically, engineless police car um, that could have something a little bit spulty put in it. That could be really yeah. exciting. But then, I mean, do you... Hmm, that's, a, that's faff, isn't I'm it? I'm not going to, Rich. I'm not going to. I, I feel like you've got enough project work on your plate, but... I have. Fair play. I, I mean... I have got a lot of project work on, but the problem is is then I go and browse idly on car and classic auctions. Oh! Uh, seamless. And oh, I just, I just, I slipped over because your link was so smooth. Well, it's exactly. Like hair gel on the floor. Well, exactly, yeah, you, you fell over same. because you'd, you ha- yeah. You were, did you have really thin, sold 80s slip-ons on with a little cheeky tassel on the back? Tassel. <laughs> and you were on a polished tassel. floor, marble floor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the sole is, they're like slippers basically. The they sole are. is very flexible. And you had your cleaner in at four in the morning and she carefully siliconed the whole marble floor so that when you ran out of your bedroom <laughs> late for work, you went down and instantly broke your face. <laughs> oh my God. Remember when we did the last live show and uh, the, someone very kindly gave us those packs of socks with work written on them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got them. I got them. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. Work I, I was, socks. I, I was out of normal socks, and I went, hang on a minute, I got that pack of work socks that someone gave us at the live show. Popped a pair of those on, perfectly good socks, but, but they're what? no good on a on a wooden floor, particularly one that may have been mopped or polished or whatever. Did you uh, fall such over? As, yeah, such as our landing between, there's like, the way our house is, there's a, you know, there's the, the normal landing, there's a few little steps down to a sort of mini interim landing before the stairs go back the other way down to the ground floor. And it's wood. And it, we really need to get a rug or something for it. But at the moment, it's just naked, shiny wood. And oh my God, I had a proper understeer moment, like sort of. It's, oh no. It's the, it's the skirting board. Did you? Did you clatter your bones? Did you do a bone clatter? I didn't. Clanger? I just. I had a little. I had a little clatter. It wasn't terrible, but it could have. You know. Anyway, sorry. Yes, I've, I've sport your smooth link. Well, you have. I've Source. been. Uh, I have been snaffling around the the auctions, as they would say in some parts of the UK, and I've found something. I've realised this is a car that I've always had a. a not only a fascination for, but it's just, I just think it's so different in every single way. It just went, screw you guys, to every single automotive rule that had been out and went, yeah, we're going to do it like that. Yeah, we're going to do it like that. And I'm talking about the, an, a Tatra, a Tatra 603 specifically. There's one on Car and Classic that the auction starts, oh, sorry, auction starts on January the 17th. And I sent you the link. You should have it. And it's, bloody gorgeous it's it's not the correct color because i think they only came in black but what tatras are is they're um they're a czechoslovakian car um made during the ussr yes and i think 
I think they um, because Tatra was Tatra the first fully aerodynamic car ever. I think it Ooh. was. Well, certainly the whole streamliner thing. First. They were doing yeah. it in the thirties. Is it yes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Um, the, the was it the Tatraplane was I think. That's right. The first sort of foray into it, but um, the yeah, I this uh, this thing's anyway. This is an spectacular car. Now it is, but that color, it's a so yeah, like you said, I think they were all black. So this has been resprayed, and the, the auction listing does say that it's possibly not to the highest standard. Mustard um, yellow. Mustard well, yeah, yellow. but I'm convinced that this is this is an old BL color. It looks like lime flower, like your Allegro. Your yeah. Allegro is lime flower, isn't it? My Allegro is antique gold, but to be oh, honest, is it? Oh, they're, both, they're both equally offensive. So maybe it's antique gold then. But either way, it that could look, be. looks. It does it look looks, similar. We'll we'll put up the link to this this car. This is so. This is well. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, it's the auction starts tomorrow, Tuesday. But um, it's. It's an extraordinary thing. Now, I've driven one of these um, briefly, and oh. which was black and immaculate. Oh, and was it? It was an extraordinary thing. Column change manual. That's right. Which is always a bit of a head scrambler. You've sort of got to recalibrate your brain a little bit. And re- rear-mounted V8 air-cooled Yes, which motor. makes an interesting noise. I bet it does. And a nice noise. And what's also odd is that, again, your brain... For some reason, because it's this massive car and it's got quite a long bonnet, even though you know it's rear-engine, somehow the, the, that sound coming from behind you it sort of slightly throws you off. But it's huge. It's got this kind of grandeur to it, and the ride was incredibly soft. Yeah. It was I, really nice and boaty. Well, I, I, well I'd, I'd sort of describe it as a, an Eastern Block Citroen DS. Because mm. it's got that that much, that much, many kind of futuristic spacey features, you know. It's, you, you just go, well, what makes it interesting? You go, well, it's got a split rear window. It's got a V eight that hangs right over the back that's air cooled. Mm. It's got mm. independent rear suspension, and it's got a vast amount of interior space because it's bench seat front and rear, isn't it? With yeah. the column shift. But yeah. I mean, so and this this one here says we are informed this car belonged to Czech politician and diplomat. I'm not going to pronounce his name. It's spelled C I S A F, and it and it was acquired by the owner who this car's for sale in France um, in 1991. So just after the um, the collapse of the USSR, mm. this is brilliant, and. I don't know why, but I suddenly want to just go over and buy it and drive it home, assuming it does drive. I, I think it says in the um, – it's where is it? I'm just scrolling down because it says – There's a bit here. I've got a bullet point that says, starts, runs, and drives, but remains untested on the road. That's right. Uh, yeah. The Tatra drives around the vendor's property, but yes. no attempt has been made to drive it on the road or, indeed, at any speed. So yeah. it's a bit caveat emptor here because I like that, we don't though. know – but it's the the potential for something. Now the only thing that is just thinking, screams Airbnb for two extra days. Give it, bring a couple of parts with you. What's the worst that can happen? That's what that says to me. You've got a higher confidence in your personal mechanical ability than I have, because that would be just that would be like two extra months at the Airbnb with skinned knuckles and swearing and crying. Oh, do you know what, get I, an air-cooled V8 to run properly. I just take I take my brother. I take Rayman Greg. Ah, and Rayman Greg will be weapon. all over it because Rayman Greg likes these because I remember in the 90s, um, someone that worked on a classic car mag had one and I'd never seen one in my life. Mm. And I was just blown away by it because it, to me, what it does is it combines a, a, a lot of aspects of my favourite cars in one car. So it's, it, it could actually be the perfect classic car for me. So you go, do you like V8s? Oh, yes, I do. I really like V8s. Do you like air-cooled cars like 911s and Beetles? I do, actually. I really like them. Okay, so this is V8 and air-cooled. Oh, cool. Oh, and by the way, you know you like Beetles and 911s because the engine's at the back. This has the engine at the back. Oh, cool. Do you like Luxo barges? Yeah, I do like Luxo barges. Well, good. This has got a quilty ride, loads of legroom. Yeah. Excellent. You know, hey, John, you know how you like uh, American cars, you know, sort of 50s, 60s, with the big bench seat in the front? It's got one of those as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's all there. And do you like it when yeah. you put the you at fifty miles an hour you put it onto full lock and it still just casually keeps driving forwards? You go, oh yeah, yeah, I do like that. So it's just like a nineteen fifties car then. Um, total pillowy understeer. And I, I, I don't know why I've got such a strong desire for it. Um, oh, because it's great, and because why shouldn't you? There's something else I like about them, which I was it's just it's a it's a minor thing, but it's because they've got quite a long wheelbase, and so the back door doesn't have a wheel arch cut out in it it doesn't need it no the back door is just a big rectangle and i always think cars like that i just you just go oh that's sort of unusual and i bet it makes it very easy to get in and out in an elegant manner if you're being chauffeured which i guess you know soviet well, i'm glad know, politicians I, would have been i'm glad you brought that up the elegance because i have this vision this car is the perfect 80s music video car oh yeah i could imagine i i, I as I as I was getting the microphone and stuff prepped to talk to you today off of the podcast all day, I um I thought what would be the perfect scene for me? It would be it would be an eighties music video of I don't know if you remember it, a track by the Passions called I'm in Love with a German Film Star. Yeah. Which I very much like. It doesn't sound eighties, yeah. it's not it's quite hard to date that song, mm. and I'll put I'll put a link to it in the show notes because I think it's a cool tune. Imagine mm. a monochrome music video, that song playing, and me with more hair, um, looking looking quite <laughs> suave, sort of I thinking <laughs> long black trench coat and a, um, uh, a, a a polar neck done right up, you know, really high polar neck, and yes. just to bring it slightly futuristic because remember the tatra is slightly futuristic instead of smoking a cigar i'd be vaping a cigar so you know those you know those vapes that look like actual cigars or cigarettes which yes. would which would really fox people and there'd be some slow motion exhaling going out going on you, yeah. you know this yeah. when you're at the stoplight or something or i'm glancing over yeah. at um the passenger in the seat who's actually the camera operator um so I've been fantasising about this car and worrying about in a short space of time. Uh, I think I'm going to have to stop and have a cold shower. But I love the front because the front reminds me of a tram, Eastern Europe tram. Oh, yeah. And trams always look really cool, I think. So it reminds me of it's got a trammy front end and at the back, cause air-cooled and rear-engined, huge um, gills in the rear wings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which almost looks sort of like the kind of thing you'd see on a on a fifties Ferrari. They just look well, very, I think, very elegantly integrated into the whole thing. Yeah, it's just a great. Looking just, car. It is a great looking car. It really is. But also, I quite like. I'll, I'll try and find a picture of the one I drove, which was black and was immaculate, really, really beautifully. I shiny, want that now. I want it lustrous. But if you if you turn this one back to black, yeah, which I would. They take on a very sinister quality as well. Well, they do. Apparently, people, people it, back in the the days of these running around behind the Iron Curtain in in Czechoslovakia, people would shit themselves if they saw one coming because they were used by the secret police. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Not all. Sort of like the Crown Vicks of their time, because, you know, it's like if you see a Crown Vic in the US, you pretty much know it's the police. Yeah. We would have done when they were current. Yeah. So they weren't very good as undercover cars, even though they were used as them. No. Because everyone would go, well, there's a Crown Vic parked outside my house. That'll be the police then. And I think it's the same with these. So all coming and go, oh, no, it's the undercover police in that kind of car only they have. <laughs> I was but, just um, about to say that. And but, also, um, oh no, possibly they're corrupt, so yeah. <laughs> um, I can't win either way. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah in in a deep deep black just burbling down your street Listening. burbling down a cobbled road it would be cobbled in downtown road. prague at low speed cold <laughs> early morning Chilling. very early yeah. it's just pre-dawn yeah. Um, the yellow of the tram-like front end, the yellow of the headlights, mm. and then, of course, mm. an enormous cigar-stut-speck vape coming out of a, <laughs> of, a, of, a, of a slightly open quarter light. <laughs> and then as I open the door and you see one foot step out, you can hear, mm. I'm in love with a German film star. I think this car's going to go for big money. Well, big-ish money, because I looked this up out of interest, and there's another Touch of 603 on Car and Classic. Not an auction, it's just for sale. Okay, it's actually in uh, Slovakia. Is it? And it's it's a 1962, so it's an earlier one. Because the one the one in the auction is a 74, which is almost the end of production. Yeah, but they they didn't. I don't think they changed that much. No, in the long life. So the one in Slovakia that is tattier than the one in the auction. I mean, it's 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 visibly got some rottiness there's a bit of frilliness around the arches and stuff and the paint is all flat and a bit yeah. manky yeah and it's up for seventeen thousand pounds is it really yeah gosh i remember so, when they weren't that much money well my no, jacket's out about any all. bloody classic car but there oh. is also a 1949 tatra plane the original sort of aero look one really yeah for sale also on current classic it's in america and it's i mean it looks immaculate really nice silver it's up for a hundred thousand pounds get in the sea wow i'm already there i'm splashing (laughs) myself with (laughs) so i don't pass out no i I was really shocked but that's i guess where things are so um, do, you, do you know what yeah. um I, the the other thing you know we were talking about the fact that it combines lots of my favorite elements of cars in one car it, i realized yeah. it, it not only was it a v8 but it was a hemi oh really i think it had a hemi head so it was oh. a small v8 two and a half liter tiny v8 really yeah but it had a hemi head i mean this is possibly the coolest old car out there and yet yeah you know what i mean and everyone goes on about ds's and ds's are grand and brilliant but if yes. you if you saw one of these in flawless oh. black gliding down the street because hmm. the thing is a ds doesn't have an interesting engine but everything else is interesting this has yes. interesting everything just got it all going on they're great aren't they it's a bit annoying wow. they've become really expensive i was just about to say why didn't i buy one when they were 10k for a minter <laughs> i'm an absolute flute i'm gonna go and slam parts of my body in the garage door but as you just said brackets insert name of classic car here because that's true of lots of things isn't it i mean my air-cooled 911 warehouse would be crammed to the gills if i'd known this in 1994 but tell me about it hey ho Hey, now, what? Well, that's that's enough chatting about auctions for cars that we would love but yeah. can't buy. Uh, we uh, we didn't talk, or we were. I, I was going to talk about um, the scramble last week that we both went to. Oh yeah, the um, week last Sunday. I'm glad you were going to talk about scramble because I was going to talk about the Bista scramble event as well that I went to with you. Well, I saw you of there and all that. We, we, and I, I think we saw each other for all of about what five minutes. It was at the five very minutes. End when we were both trying to leave because we. It was well. First of all, we rendezvoused. You came over and said hi, and um, uh, I I wanted to say just thanks for all the nice things that people were saying to me, and I, I think you had the same experience. Just yeah, it was lovely. Sort of coming over and saying thanks for the podcast, thanks for the late break show, and all of that. But also, I wanted to apologise to anyone that I shook hands with because I've got this ongoing thumb injury on my right hand and I've realised it's given me a, quite a weak handshake and, I don't, <laughs> and it distresses me. But it's not enough that I should sort of mention it. It's a bit... Mentioning a handshake while doing one sort of spoils the moment. A handshake should be something that happens effectively in the background to the conversation. It's almost like it's just automatic. So I love that you're apologising for a week. Sorry handshake. for my handshake there. Bit shit. But yeah, I've got. A, it's getting better. But my I bust. I don't know what I've done to my thumb. Anyway. I, I like the fact um, that we were, we were both very busy. And again thanks to everybody that came up and said love listening to the podcast it cheers me up or you guys are idiots but i listen anyway and Mm. and everything in between but we did rendezvous for all of five minutes outside what appeared to be the brightest colored interior of an old lotus ever yes and i i'm still thinking about that car because i managed to get a couple of pictures of it was it an elite Mm. it was a lotus elite wasn't it yes yeah yeah the sort of shooting brakey one the shooting brakey one i have to say i 
because my brother properly you know like frowned and walked away because he just can't stand cars like that he just thinks in his words just old toilet that was i was gonna say there were many highlights of the scramble for me but one of them was actually meeting your brother for the first time yeah i didn't realize you had met him before I feel like I know him, and yes, we'd never met before, and he didn't disappoint because, yeah, he was he was grumbling about how shit that Lotus was, <laughs> and, then, and then he was talking about how people in Somerset can't pronounce car names properly. Oh yes, he did was, say was, that we've never mentioned this on the podcast, even though he doesn't listen to the podcast because he can't be bothered. No, but, um, fair enough. And that's one of the reasons why I love you, Greg. But um, yeah, he 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 did he 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 found it quite funny. But yeah, the, the the Lotus. So an elite black with the old gold JPS style stripes, pinstripes. Mm. But inside, let let how we'll we'll put a picture of this up. But how bright are we going to say the yellow was? It was violently bright. I mean, what sunflower or brighter? Brighter. Brighter than like, sunflower. Like a kids a kids TV presenter's dungarees <laughs> in the eighties. <80s. laughs> It was that yellow. I mean, it was extraordinary. And you think, I was saying to your brother, I was like, do you think that, that the sunlight, uh, you know, sort of 40 years of sunlight has actually made it brighter rather than faded it? Because I couldn't, otherwise it just defies logic. It didn't look like it had been retrimmed, certainly not no, recently. No, it didn't. It was, a bit, it was a bit baggy. No, but, but do you know what he said on the way home? He said the reason why that car's got such a bright interior because the stupid old Lotus toilet's been in a garage broken for so many years it's not seen any sunlight. And I was like, oh, you might have a point. We didn't see it run, did we? Because it was weird. We were we were just chatting, and it was all winding up at the end of the scramble. Because it only people who don't know the, the, the scrambles is just this big kind of general car meet at the um, Mister Heritage place in yeah. the Midlands, and um, and it's fantastic because you just go around a corner. It's on an old um, airbase, so it's lots of old wartime brick buildings, which gives it this fabulous atmosphere. But it also means it's a bit higgledy piggledy, so you can't see the whole site at once. No. So you got, there's a lot of going round corners and going, oh, bloody hell, because you just walked into some car you didn't expect to see there, and that might be like a, an SL63 from the 90s, but then equally it might be a, a you know sort of a hot rod or a, a Lotus Elite. Or I think it was, it was like an 83 or something. It was a Y-Reg, wasn't it? So it was it quite was. a late one. I thought that was really... Because that would have looked old in 83, wouldn't it? Yeah, 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 it would. Uh, I mean, but that's it's... about the time that we had... Um, King with mullets and Ferrari straight hair, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I couldn't imagine him getting into a into that. It would have been very seventies, <laughs> wouldn't it? It would have dated. Whereas he'd have got into an all white golf cabrio. Oh gosh, he absolutely would, wouldn't he? Um, that that elite also because as we were chatting, it was I I don't know who someone was someone selling it or something, but it, it then it. That lady came out with that magic device that just lifts up cars and moves them around. Oh, it's like amazing. A, What's it called again? My, my brother went, oh, oh that's um, a... Oh, damn. He was quite the connoisseur of them, your brother, because he went, oh, I've not seen that model before. And I don't know what they are, but they people I presume have seen them. It, it, it sort of has two trays that go underneath the driving wheels. Yeah, like a pallet truck. Like sort a pallet of like a, a more sympathetic pallet truck that's got an electric motor on it. And you put yeah, it under the car... And it, and you just taxi yeah. the car around. Um, it's very, it's very cool. And you, he, they dragged it away, didn't they? They casually dragged it away. But um, it was almost like a sort of very slow shit magic trick because it, she just came out of those big doors that it was parked in front of, hooked the thing underneath it, and then it just sort of she just pulled it back inside a building and it disappeared. Yeah. And then it was incinerated and nobody saw it again. It was the smashed it with hammers. We missed it actually. It was the annual Bister Heritage Lotus cremation ceremony where they take <laughs> a historic lotus that that not a great deal of people care about, but some do. Okay. And then they <laughs> and then they actually no, I, I I I don't know if it's me getting a little older, but I am down with the marina door handled edgy Lotai, lotuses, lotai, lotus eye. I, I do, I do. I, I just got a thing of getting a bit of a thing for them. I like looking at them, and I sort of think to myself, "Do I really want one, or do I just think I do?" Because what the heck? Yeah. I'm just looking on Car and Classic, and there's to see if that very car was for sale. It's yeah. not, as far as I can see, but there is one here, Elite Five Hundred Three Seventy Four. So it's an early one, restoration project, and the picture even has it with one headlight up and one down in uh. the classic. 
malfunctioning British sports No, no, it's, it's winking at the potential new oh, is it, it's going, it's, hello. It's like a lady a in a bar me. and she's going, listen, <laughs> come and talk to me. Buy me a few drinks. Let's see what happens. That's what that is. P.S. Oh, I'm a liability. Yeah, oh, absolute chaos yeah. everywhere I go. <laughs> I, I, I do like the look of these. And now I'm just brazing them. But this is the, the problem. Thing is, You've been sucked they, in. They are. They get, they get, oh, they're wheels on these ones as well. They're fabulous. Um, Best wheels. There's a, there's, they're my favourite wheels. A, I'm in a little car nerd chat group on WhatsApp with um, with some mates. And, and this this car, or the Elite and the um, Eclat, yeah, the Eclat. sister car that became the XL, they're sort of poster cars for this group because... Every time one comes up for sale, someone will put a link. Should we buy this one? Should we go club in together and buy this one? Oh, to the so extent that two of the blokes in the group, there's only four of us in this group, two of them <laughs> only four look of at you. one. Yeah, well, there's only four people in Britain who are that keen on elites. I don't know. But they, um, yeah, they went to look at one. They were seriously thinking they might buy it. And uh, it turned out to be much shitter in person than it looked in the pictures. See, I'm, I, you, you know about my Lotus wheel fetish of this era. I think, yes. that, I think they they, ought, they they had some of the best portfolio of alloy wheels of Loys out there, but I do have a bit of. Th- I've got a set of Eclats that, as you know, I've said in a previous cast or video, I had them restored, and mm. all five of them. There's five actually, not even four. Um, and I've had them now. I, I look back through the photos to see when I bought them. I got them in um, 2009, and I've had oh. them, and I've never fitted them to a car. <laughs> <laughs> they're sat there restored waiting to go on nothing absolutely could you nothing. not hang them on the wall as some kind of like art installation i should do quite cool to, yeah because they are a glorious I, yeah i should put them on I, maybe i should buy a lotus to put them on but then again maybe mm. the rest of the lotus would be disappointing i don't know but an eclat is on the radar for sure yeah it's on the yeah. radar mate it's on the radar well anyway the scramble was tremendous really really nice day but mostly just sort of seeing people as well you know people you haven't seen for a while in the car world um yeah i was just I, I i could have been there all day but it is only it's it starts at nine and it's all done by two supposedly isn't it so it's, it's almost a little bit american spec in that it starts early oh, and finishes early yeah i know i was i was once i was in the u.s years ago and a mate of mine car person said uh, oh there's a cars and coffee happening this saturday do you want to come along but it was like it was somewhere a bit outside of los angeles where we were and i was like yeah yeah, that sounds great and he went yeah okay it starts at six and i said for fuck's sake yeah at a weekend like, can i come down later and he went, oh no it'll be all done by it it was like all done by nine he's like what is wrong with you people <laughs> that's exactly what i thought i think they should they should go even more extreme. So the car show starts at four in the morning and it's all finished by <laughs> half five. So basically all normal people in the area will never know that it happened. Yeah. It's like a... If you want to see that immaculately restored roadrunner, get up at 3.30, dickhead. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I don't, is it, maybe it's an LA thing particularly because the traffic. They're just like, oh, beat the traffic. Or sunlight. Or your car to heat? overheat. Is it the, the heat thing? So yes, yeah, the heat. Might be a heat thing as well. Yes, fair point. But is then it, in the winter, is it a sec- I don't know. I reckon it's a secret gathering of guys who have classic cars and absolutely refuse to fit aftermarket radiators or electric fans yeah so they have yeah, to drive yeah. non-stop and uh, shut the car off and coast into the car park at 4 a.m and, yeah. the, and then and then go right great uh, i'm not stressed out at all but let's go and have a strong coffee <laughs> and, and the original motor okay gotta go and that's it yeah <laughs> and everyone chats and pats one another on the back for about 20 minutes and then they go you've got on a big journey home yeah i've got a two-hour journey home right i'm gonna leave now then okay go. what but it's only 5 45 yeah gotta go gotta also go. i'm a vampire i can see the sun coming up over the mountains i've got to get the hell out of but here. they have a they, they employ a professional photographer to take some great aspirational shots to prove that it actually <laughs> happened an infrared camera because it's still <laughs> fucking pitch dark <laughs> it's night it's a it's cars and coffee night vision it's absolutely brilliant yeah that's oh, what man. i want it, it, that's what it should be it should be um cars and coffee and cooling or lack of so all, all the cars have t- tremendous cooling issues, and, you, yeah. and, 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 and that's the premise of it. So you go, hey guys, I've got my I've got my Jag five point three V twelve. I've put a radiator on it that's twelve centimeters by twelve centimeters. I've got to drive yeah. it at fifty miles an hour all all the way to get enough air through uh, with the heaters on full bore. It can't be within about forty meters of a car in front. So I've just got to. Yeah, I've got to drive it. In the yeah, I'll see you guys at. I'll see you guys at one in the morning. Yeah, I'll be gone yeah. by one twenty, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, cheers. gotcha. Oh, and by the way, by the way, can the can the barista van have a huge watering can of water on standby? I'm going to have to top the radiator up. Well, just use one of the. Yeah. Just ask for a, a large coffee cup. Oh yeah. As, as, I, as I was reminded in my recent trip to America, and it's of course it's not called a large, is it? It'll be called an essential or something stupid like that. But the, a large American coffee is in fact a bucket. Is it? So is it that easily, large? Oh my god! What she just oh you just be god. slashing all day? Well, it's also it's just it's impractical. You can't drink that much coffee that quickly, so of course it goes cold. You end up like having to, you know, either ditch it or stick it in a microwave. It's anyway. But um, ditch it. Speaking <laughs> of, of nocturnal runs, the I, on my way to the scramble because I wanted awful. to get there. I know, I realised as I said it, but <laughs> as I was on my way to get to Bicester because um, I wanted to be there early doors. So I set off at, at sort of like half six, a quarter to seven. Did you? Still dark. And I I did a little, so it felt like I was in a kind of crap remake of that Rendezvous film, driving through slightly aggressively through the empty streets of Bath slash Bath. <laughs> but unfortunately, I was in the press car that I had last week, which was a Toyota Igo X or Igo Cross. Oh well, yeah, you, I've I think not. You're supposed to call it I Go Cross. I think you probably are. Which is um, a funny little car because they've obviously gone for this faux SUV sort of look. So, uh, which I think is quite smart of them because that's the kind of car that people are buying. They've gone look. You know, most people are giving up on small cars for various reasons. One of them, you know, being there's no money in it, particularly when you've got to meet upcoming emissions laws. But mm. Toyota have kind of gone. No, we're going to give it another crack. But if we make it look like a kind of crossover thing, we can charge a bit more money for it. And so they have. But the staggering thing is, this is the top spec that I've borrowed, and it's got 18-inch wheels on it. Eight, on an Igo? Yeah. That's enormous. And it's like it's a, it's a sub-super mini-sized car, so it's like the smallest car you, pretty much you can buy, though it's not as small as it used to be. But yeah, even the base model has got 17s on it, and the, and the two upper spec ones have got 18s on them. It's nuts. So I parked it next to my Panda, and it just it looks like a monster truck next to the Panda. You know, remember the Panda hundred horsepower? Came yeah, out? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's got quite big wheels on it, but it hasn't anymore because this is where the games moved to now. It's faux SUVs with um, eighteen inch alloys on them, and the thing is, it kind of bums the ride a little bit. It's got a slightly busy ride to the extent that in some situations on some roads, I think my Panda rides better, and the Panda is not famous for its good ride. I was going to say it's a stiff car, isn't it, the Panda? 100 Well, it's weird. It's sort of not. It's bouncy. But the way that it goes over individual little divots in the road is not that terrible. It's just got sort of... It's quite firmly damped, but it's not... I mean, the, the thing about that Panda is it's not as bad as I remember it, and I don't know whether it's just like... Over time, everything's loosened up a bit. I'm not sure. But, but yeah, the Igo's got a bit of a... It's a the ride is bad in a different way to the Panda, but it is not a great ride in some circumstances. I love the Igo. You know, the, the original Igo. I, I, I haven't yeah, driven this, this X one. I think they've been quite smart. That it, They've made it try and look a bit like a 4x4, and it's got a much posher interior. Hang on, but, are we going back to Rover Streetwise territory with this stuff? Well, we are, aren't we? That, I mean, like, once again, that car was, was proved to be way ahead of its time. But, um, yeah, it's very Rover Streetwise-y in the, what it's trying to do. It's got a very good sort of Adrian Newey kind of stance to it because it's kind of a bit bum up in the air, nose down. It's just the way they've, they've sort of styled the sills and things. I mean, I do like the way it looks. Tell you what, though, the, the styling kind of, like, it's got quite a claustrophobic interior, particularly in the back. I took my kids out in it. And what, because the, the window line, does it... Window <clears> line, <throat> and the windows are shallow, and even yeah. the windscreen is quite is steeply raked. So, yeah, it's it's quite pokey in there, and it's not got much room in the back. It's like well, less room in the back than my Panda or our Up, and it's a bigger car than both of them. Up's got a good glass house for kids. It's got a great glass house for kids, Glad, yeah. Great. I, yeah, yeah. So you turned up in the Igo X. I turned up in the Volkswagen ID Buzz, which I've yeah, like and drive like finished one. You know, like are you are you video reviewing that for the late break show? I'm I'm actually not, Richard. Um, and oh. the reason for that is because I've done at least two videos on the ID Buzz in the past, albeit uh. left hand drive, not quite finished. I will, I probably will do a road trip in one, but I just wanted to so, get one after Christmas in right hand drive form, just to see if it was as exciting as i i remember it and do i still kind of really really yearn for one because it's been so long 
waiting for it. And do you? I, I'm torn. I'm, to- oh, I'm torn. Are you out of faith? This is how you feel. Yes. Cold I'm cold and I'm alone, naked. You're lying naked on the floor. I am. I, but what happened was, oh is I, I, uh, I, I'd siliconed my tiled bathroom floor, and I ran in when my alarm went off <laughs> late. And uh, what I did, I basically <laughs> just spilt some air gel. I instantly, went, oh yeah, I instantly understeered and clanged my head on the side of the bowl. So I'm lying naked on the floor with slight concussion, but I need to get in the shower because I'm running late. Um, and I think the thing about the buzzes, buzzes, is, is there's certain specs of it that you can't get. Yeah, and that irritates right. me. You think a car that's come to market so late, we've waited so long, you know, 20 years if you count all the combi concepts. Yeah. And I just I just want to order it in a certain way that they won't let me yet. That irritates VW me. VW are doing this generally, aren't they? Because I, I went to look yeah. at the price of the ID3 the other day, and yeah. it was way more than I expected. And it's because there's only one model of ID3 at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, they just deleted everything else. Yeah. Oh, and they deleted. Do you see last week they've, they've said right that's it. You can't order the up GTI anymore. What? Yeah, I did not know this. Yeah, well, I I wasn't sure whether you could order one. I was going to check because I was wondering if because I was thinking about this with the Igo Cross. I was like, this is, is this the only way that small cars are going to be now? They're sort of going to try and pretend to be things SUVs. Yeah, and there'll be there's no more sporty small cars there's no panda 100 horsepower type stuff except the up gti and they just last week said sorry oh other ups you can still order but uh, up gti is from stock only um in the uk at least so oh um, and we both of us hovered over buying one of those didn't oh my we? god i even i just suddenly went um not that I, i'm in a position to do this because i'm being financially ruined by a house but um I, I suddenly thought i wonder how cheap second-hand up gtis are now so i was thinking if they're like if they're sub 10 grand is there some way that sometime this year i can upgrade the panda to one but they're yeah. still all over 10 are they cool. Unless, oh, there's one there's one cat n one that on auto trader at the moment i think which is nine and a bit okay talking of cat n uh, who's yes. a girl I used to know? Um, yeah, lovely, lovely girl. Over Christmas, I got I got frustrated again about the the, the terrible state of <laughs> of Lego car models. Oh and, yes. and it just it's a consistent um, form of irritation, source of irritation for me. I just can't be doing with people that spend nearly two hundred pounds on a nine eleven GT three that looks like I don't know a, a, a family of people or no a, a village of people in India have set upon it with sculptors hammers and just it's just like what's going on it just looks crap and I know you enjoy building it but then you put it on the shelf and go look it looks nothing like a GT three it mm. looks rubbish and you can't drive it and they're expensive and they I, are, yeah. I think Lego are uh, frankly guys listen. I think Lego are taking the piss. <laughs> That's what I think. I think they've got too big for their boots and they need to wind their blocky necks in. I think. <laughs> and I. Why? a system of small grey cogs. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I think. I think. Uh, and, the, and nobody's paying me to say this. I only wish they were. Well, nobody's paying you to slag off Lego. No, nobody's right? paying me to say that. <laughs> Lego's hated rival, one of those weird off brand Lego. It, it, will, it never wins against Tamiya. It never wins against a Tamiya oh, well, RC kit, ever. No, but it's a very different thing, isn't it? That's the thing. It's I, not. I know what you mean. It's not I, different. I share your frustration with those Lego, big, expensive Lego cars, because they never look like the thing they're supposed to, enough to make them satisfying. Not for the cash. And not for the If cash. you want a model of a 911 GT3 RS, there are some beautiful models of those cars out there. Go and buy one of those. Uh, but if you want to do Lego, there's so much good Lego out there. Just build a crane, yeah. a Lego Technics crane yeah. that you can use to pick up the remote control of the TV and then swing it round and slew it onto your lap yeah. and have a bit of fun. Yeah. Don't, but don't also go- buildings. Lego's, Lego's good for buildings. Lego's so, brilliant for buildings. And probably good for Lotus Eclats, actually, or Lotus Elites. But there's no market for that. Well, it's not surprising that they're probably the, the one big Lego kit that looks even vaguely, but still not quite enough, like the car it's supposed to be is the old Defender. Oh yeah, that did look that did look reasonable. But also, they they make specifically shaped pieces of Lego in order to try mm. and make it look like the car. And it's like, guys, this is too contrived. Just do what you're good at, and let yeah. let Tamiya do the like. Hey, you want to build something? Get the satisfaction. Okay. Build the car. Not only that, you'll learn about suspension and 
you'll learn about steering and and mm. when it's finished instead of putting it on a shelf and looking at it in a slightly disappointed way you can drive it mm. and then if you crash <laughs> it or you want to like modify it you can and so it's it's the gift that keeps on giving and that's why i mean tammy are not paying me to say this but it's just a far and for the same kind of money it's just a far superior ting in my mm. in my and ting and ting and and that seamlessly goes on to the fact that um, I think we're in danger of uh, losing the hula skirt rear mud flap on coaches and lorries around the world. Are we? I think so. I, I only see them now in places like India. When was the last time you saw a hula skirt rear flap on a coach in Britain? Do you know what I'm talking uh, about, or am I talking about I do, yeah. No, I know. I'm trying to think. I, I, hmm, I suppose what superseded them then? Just those sort of those ones that look like doormats that just hang. I think the ones you know, that look like with doormats the, with the hairs on them. Yeah, and they've got and they've Spray just got, ones. yeah, and they've got the, the the name of the company or the website of the company, or sometimes the silhouette of a naked lady, but less so now. And less so, now, less, yeah. so less so. And um, so, but the full width hula skirt, brushy flap it's, it's i think is in is in grave danger of extinction if not already it's the sort of pangolin of the automotive accessory perhaps it's still just about there but you you don't see it very often um and i would like it to stay because i always follow a coach or a lorry with that flap and just marvel at it. it's just swaying but also how mm. much drag how much drag do long flaps create on lorries and also we have to throw in defenders because the, the that's a good point classic defender mud flaps i mean they couldn't create more drag you, you might as well have two king-sized um duvets hanging out of each door well on yes a i suppose it's i feel like it's a drop in the ocean though isn't it <laughs> it's not like you're putting it on a calibra i mean they are they're, they're sort of so unaero yeah. anyway you might as well staple a duvet to the back and have it flipping behind <laughs> like a cape for all that it'll do to alter the defender properties of those things but, um uh, I just want to go back to the ID Buzz though. Just say, so are you? Uh, notwithstanding that you couldn't order the exact spec that you wanted, yeah. which is uh, irritating. I think VW are getting really rinsed by chip shortages. They are. But did it in right-hand drive on UK roads drives really did well? Did you enjoy it? It drives. It does it drives really well? It's a lovely car to drive, and it's actually pretty efficient given that it is a quite a large block of car, you know, for an EV. Oh. And I've been driving it in cold weather. You want to get massive mud flaps on? See yeah, I should actually, shouldn't I? Yeah, it's a, or one of those huge expedition roof racks um, with a sort of placard board on the front that just <laughs> really? says, "What's your whistliest roof rack?" Oh, I'll have one of those then. Thanks very much. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna. Oh yeah, proper sort of like um, Vickers broken teeth um, um, roof tray. No, I I um I do really like it, and my kids really like it, mm. and I think I would. I think I would buy one, but what I think, I think the wise people of the world are going to just order the cargo van, and mm. and then there's there's an enormous amount of these cottage industries already in Britain who do the fantastic T five T six camper conversions or kind of business spec conversions inside, and I think that that's where the almost where the smart money will go, and I believe you can get a cargo much quicker than the other buses anyway than the buzz. So, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, huh. uh, and of course they they are cheaper. They start at forty five, or whereas the the what the people carry one the, that I had starts at uh, fifty eight, something like right. that. So it is more. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. So I I do like it, but I the two cars in my head that as a sort of family electric car that I'm really excited about and I would like is an uh, I still want an Ionic five Hyundai and. Hmm. And the buzz. So I keep going, which mm. one would I have? One's slightly cheaper, but they're both kind of family-friendly and good. Uh, I think I still want an Ionic 5. Mm. I do think I still want an Ionic 5 because it's still consistently brilliant and cool to look at and long-range. It's got something about it. It's got something about mm. it, mate. Yeah. So bad. It's got something about it. Yeah. Oh, you know the bist of scramble, I forgot to say. I believe yeah. our friend... Harry Metcalf uh, was there in his freshly finished he, project car. Whisper in the crowd was that Harry was there with his uh, with his, his Lancia, but um, I didn't get to see it. I didn't see him either. Uh, I saw Jethro 
Bovington in his pink Porsche. Oh, did you? But uh, but yeah, he was driving off, and annoyingly, he was looking the wrong way, so he couldn't see me flicking the V's at him. But um, that's a shame. He's, uh, yeah, he was there, and yeah, there were did loads. You throw a can of Fanta at him. That was just been opened. <laughs> it just glanced off the rear <laughs> engine cover, and uh, well, no, actually, just it, it, it vaporises. It got near the engine cover because he's had that nine nine one engine shoehorned into his nine nine six. So uh, it's uh, it's probably it's a weapon. Probably pretty toasty back there. I was slightly disappointed to hear that Harry hadn't turned up in a. A, a quick, hurriedly made balsa wood hovercraft powered by a 280,000 mile Citroen SM Maserati V6 running on very cheap supermarket oil. But I. <laughs> I next time. Yeah, the, ne- uh, Harry, next time, sort it out. Come on. Yeah. Um, the Bista, oh shit. Well, the Bista, they're going to put Bista the scramble up? into scramble. They really want people to scramble for their lives as Harry comes <laughs> hooning across the airfields in, in an extremely badly made quad bike. 360 He's just with, in a constant um, 360 with a throttle set wide open. Um, yeah. Just, you know, like. A Sierra Cosworth motor in a, in a, a poorly maintained 90s quad bike. <laughs> So I was really, thinking more really of a, a, sort of a, 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 a dangerously understeery rickshaw with a sticky throttle. <laughs> um, you know, very, very with gripping. an Alpha Twin Spark engine in it. Exactly. He's never quite got running. Right. It's very toppy, and it's um, it's got a sand, yeah, very wide sand racing rear tires, and the front tire is just a, an old motorcycle front wheel. So there's just no hope yeah. of steering that. And it's, it's losing air for reasons he can't quite figure out. He thinks there might be some rim damage or something, but he's no time to investigate. Off to the scramble. Um, well, there's another one in April, isn't there? Which is probably already sold out, because I know the tickets went on sale last week after, after the, the one we went to. So yeah. I don't know. I, I need to actually need to check that, because I'd quite like to go again. I had such a nice time. Mm. I would love to go to the one in April. And the weather will be better, hopefully, as well, because it was a little chilly. And, you, well, um, so, and I'm going to turn up in a Tatra that looks like it's been painted painted in mustard oh, in funfair mustard and um, imagine yeah you'd be the bell of the ball in that i think well i've been called a, a bell before but <laughs> for different <laughs> yes. reasons and, uh, i'm not spelling bell the way you think i am um anyway look we should um we should wrap this up yeah um but before we go i have three things to tell you they are one uh, johnny has a solo youtube channel it's called the Locate Tapes Show, uh, in which Johnny rummages in someone's garage looking for three D90s containing the first four albums by The Police. Um, one of them has got half of no jacket required on side two. For some reason. Uh, and if that's not to your taste, then there's always the Late Break Show, which has lots of excellent videos about cars and people who love them. Uh, what's uh, what's on the menu at the moment? My I'm trying to think. Dry ice chassis cleaning. Uh, I've, I investigate oh. that, which is a newfangled uh, thing which people are doing. Um, which Johnny uses a uh, <coughs> 80s music video to clean his chassis. Yes, exactly. It's top of the pops too, but underneath it's an old car. Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart video is used to get some shit off a chassis. That's exactly. Um, and Fabulous. And if you haven't seen that already, there's a nice car cave of a man in Ireland who is obsessed Ooh. with Novas and yes. other Opals. Yeah. So he's a nice chat. And there's some cool stuff coming um, involving Subarus. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you too much, but yeah, I drove a classic in Pretzel the other day, a really Larry one. And it, gosh, it was fun to be back in the seat, as the drivers say. <laughs> to get some seat I got time. some serious seat time. Yeah. Um, and it was, and again, uh, I seem to have a habit of only filming high performance cars in biblical rain and wind. So yes. there you go. My ass hasn't unclenched from watching you in that bloody Chevette in the pouring rain. Oh, my back door was like a whale's blowhole for most of it. Unrelaxing. Yeah. Okay, second thing I've got to tell you is that we have new merch, uh, T-shirts, mugs, stickers. Uh, we've got a new Spolt design, a new... Uh, d- on that side it? of on things. On that side of things design, both sort of quite 80s flavoured. And a Steam um, Rally Rongen. A Steam Rally Rongen's picture of a static engine with a she'll do this or it'll do this all day. I can't yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's on mugs at the moment. The T-shirts of those are coming soon. They're just a bit more complicated to print for boring reasons, but they are on their way. You can get stickers uh, of all of the new designs, plus just ones that say Smith & Sniff, if that's your thing. Yeah, um, classic, please, classic collection. Uh, we'll stick up the links all across. I'm tapping, the I'm, I'm tapping a new places. mug as we speak. I'm drinking black stuff out of it. 
Not oil, nice. coffee, obviously. <laughs> Under seal. Um, yeah, so uh, go uh, follow links that we will plaster all over social media to our new merchandise. Uh, and the third thing I've got to tell you is that the last episode of Columbo was transmitted in 2003. Was it? Yeah. 20 Later years than ago. you expect. Yeah, but I thought Columbo would have wrapped up in the early 80s, but no. 2003. It kept on The same guy, they Peter They went to Falk. a sort of... Yeah, they went to the kind of model the Grand Tour is following, where no series, but just sort of one-off specials every so often. And the last one of those was 2003. When Peter Falk was, what, 104? Exactly, yeah. Gosh. All right, well, uh, thank you ever so much for listening, and um, we will do this all again uh, next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye-bye. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.